podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We're going to uh, look into the Word now, and if you remember, we're carrying on uh, from last week from Romans chapter 12, where we had a look at verses 1 through 8, understanding that we are the church. We saw last week very critically that we are the church, not because of anything that we could do to earn it or anything that we deserve, but because God has given us the opportunity at life through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then as we've accepted Christ as our saviour, we've been given the promised Holy Spirit as our helper, as our comforter, in order for us to live out this life for him, with him, on our journey day to day. Paul encouraged us, if you remember, to know who we are because of Christ. And this is absolutely pivotal as we understand our role, our responsibility within the church on a day-to-day walking for the Lord, the way that we act, the way that we behave. Everything that we do is to bring glory to him. And also everything that we are, as Paul has already told us, is because of him. As we look into the word then today, and we're going to go through uh, one through eight again, but specifically verse four through eight, we'll see that Paul's going to encourage us to note that there is no hierarchy in church. God is the head and we are the body and we have roles and responsibilities in that, but we're all equal. And that's really important for us to grasp before we even go into this passage. We've been given different roles and responsibilities. And Paul digs down into this now for us to just remember with humility as we saw last week, having all of that in view, that everything that we do is for God. And that's what he's going to encourage us to focus on today. So let's have a look at verse, uh, so Romans chapter 12 um, and verse 1 through 8. It'll be up on the screen um, and I'll read it for you. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. Verse three, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. And this is where our focus will be now from verse four. For just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. 
If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And as always, we pray that the Lord might bless the reading of his word as we've done that together today. So our analogy then, as Paul shows us who we're to be, is of course the body. We know the body, don't we? We all have one. Um, we're not always overly pleased with every aspect of our bodies. That's just, again, our human nature. But nevertheless, we understand our body. We understand that there are many parts of a body and all have different functions, but they work together as one. Arms and hands, legs and feet, they work together in order to bring about the common goal. They work together to make up this one body. This then, as Paul encourages us to view, is the church. We can have different roles and responsibilities, but we should work together with no division in order to bring the common goal to fruition. And the common goal is this, to make much of Jesus, to spread the gospel and to love people. So ultimately, many might see, believe in Jesus and ask him as into their hearts as their own saviour. Listen, as Paul goes on in verse six through eight, he says this to us. So we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Paul's saying we have different gifts and if that's your gift, then do it. If that's your gift, then live it. And this is important for us as we view the church as a whole. We have different roles and they are all given by God. So there are or there is uh, a, a reaction to that. You know, are we to be smug because we've been given a specific role? Or on the opposite side of the scale, are we to be jealous because we've not been given that specific kind of role or responsibility? Well, simply the answer is no. And you know that. Simply it's no. We know that God has given the gifts according to what he knows is best. But more convincingly, rather than a simple no, are we not questioning God? Are we not questioning God if we do indeed say, well, why shouldn't I be doing that? Why aren't I doing that? Or rather, look at me doing this. We're, we're questioning. We're, we're putting earnest on ourselves rather than understanding in humility, as Paul has already encouraged us to do, that everything we have is because of God, nothing of our own merit. And sometimes when we look at others and we see different gifting being distributed by God, we think, well, I should be doing that like we know best. But that is actually so often, if we're not careful, how we work as human beings. Now, uh, hopefully you're convinced of the right way. I agree also that it isn't easy 
to see bad moments from our leaders or our teachers in church. It's not easy to sit and watch. It's also not easy to not judge because we also think so often that we could do a much better job. I know that's tough, and yes, I did go there, uh, but just, just hang with me before you switch us straight off. Rather, God encourages us, Paul encourages us here, as the Lord speaks through him, that we should take all of these things that we are, and we should take them to the Lord, know them and understand them, and also to appreciate when we do go to the Lord, that we are bringing those questions to him those maybe those moments where we were uncomfortable those difficult moments where we wanted desperately to uh, interject as it were that we bring them to the Lord and that's the first point that we should as we look at our roles and responsibilities within the church as we look at our own body if the hand isn't doing what it's supposed to do we seek help and we ask why is the hand not doing what it's supposed to do and that's exactly what we should do here, that we should go to the Lord, we should ask, we should seek advice and encouragement. And if there is something that the Lord prompts us to have a conversation with, that we should do that with that person. It shouldn't be over everybody and everybody shouldn't be involved. It should be that person. And it's a conversation and it's a, a moment together before the Lord. And that's pivotal too. Because the church has that common goal and we need to stick to that common goal to love each other and to show people who Jesus is by the way that we are with each other and the way that we live out our lives on a day to day basis as we mix, as we do what the Lord has called us to do. So we're encouraged to keep our eyes on the Lord and we're encouraged to know that everything we have Everything that we are is because of him. Amen. Everything that we are is because of him. You know, in any aspect or, or, or every aspect of our life, we don't always get things right, do we? Now, pause for a second. Because we have to sometimes think. Often, again, we can be so wrapped up in our own world that we think that everything we're doing is perfect and right. But of course, that isn't the case. We don't always get things right. And church is absolutely no different to that. A bad sermon can put people off. Absolutely. I may have done that already. A frown on the welcome team can absolutely put people off. A short temper when you're in childcare at that moment can absolutely put people off. Daydreaming, in fact, on the audio and visual, well, that can put people off. There are so many things that can put people off. Our goal is to work together in order, as we've already said, to bring into effect that common goal, which was, if you just cast your minds back a few moments ago, to make much of Jesus, to spread the gospel and to love people. So ultimately, many might see, believe and ask Jesus into their hearts as their saviour. That's the common goal. That's who we are as the church. That's what we want to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And what I've found over the years is that this all works so much better. This common goal 
moves forward so much easier when we remember it's not about me. It's not about me. Now, this rarely gets an amen when there's a congregation. I don't hear any amens right now, but there is just a camera. But actually, this is the focus that we remember. It is not about me. The focus is actually something so much more wonderful. Our focus is on him. Everything in our world tells us that it's all about me. But, you know, church, it is most definitely not about you and it is most definitely not about me. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. How we live, how we act on a day to day basis reflects him. We are his. We're called to live as we are. We make that declaration that I am a Christian. I am in Christ. And Paul so often throughout the New Testament says to us, live like it then. If you'll remember, James says, well, almost prove it to me. Show me by the way you live who you are. Listen to what Paul says um, in, a, in a, a section of scripture which goes absolutely hand in hand with Romans chapter 12 is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But just specifically verse 4 through 6, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. You see, it's not about me. It's about him. It's what he's doing. It's how he is acting in our lives, that we are listening, that we're attentive to God's plan, that we're attentive to God's instruction. It's how we're living for him. You know, behind the scenes in every Christian, God is at work. Behind the scenes in all of us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we've put our faith and our trust in him. God is at work in our life. The question is, do we reflect that? Is that evident? Because we have to be listening and we have to be doing we have to be listening to what he's telling us to do and we have to be living in such a way that's in accordance with his word. Is it on display on a day to day basis? That's the challenge for us, isn't it, church? That's the challenge. And as we just draw back into what the church is and what it isn't, as we grasp then what Paul is saying to us, you know, if we're jostling for position, if we're arguing because, well, you're different or people with different styles um, that, that, that we're not in agreement with A, B, C or D. You know, we have to go back then to what the word says that if listen what he says, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. Listen how everything is, then do. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's encouraging, then give encouragement. If it's giving, give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. We've got specific gifting. This is how God has made up his church. So we're to do what we've been asked to do. 
You know, if we're a hand, be a hand. If we're an arm, be an arm. If we're a leg, be a leg. If we're a foot, be a foot. This is the, 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 what the word is saying to us and, and we bring it into something that we know on a day to day and we understand in its simplest form. We're to reflect Christ. Not doing that does not reflect Christ. In fact, it's the opposite. It puts people off. People don't want to see that there is disagreement or discord in church. They want us to see that we are pushing forward. They want to see what's so different about us in a good way, not in a bad. Our gifts are to bring glory to him, to build the church. And if our agenda is different to that, then the question is, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? You see, because we are the church. We're his. We've been brought at a price. So let's live for him. Let's serve him. Let's love him and expect the church to grow. Because of us? With a question mark? Well, no. You know, it might empty because of you or me as God moves people away. But it grows because of him. It grows because of him, because he's the focus. It grows because of him, because he's at the very centre. It grows because of him, because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell won't stand against it. It grows because of him, not because of you, not because of me. It grows because of him. It grows because of him. It grows through him. That's the only way the church grows. We are then because he is we are church because he is amen shall we just pray and then we're going to go back into a, a time of worship let's lift high his name shall we let's lift off the roof wherever we are you might even be out and about because it's a it's a it's been a gorgeous day and it's a gorgeous evening so whatever it is wherever you are let's lift high his name let's pray and then we'll worship together heavenly father we just want to thank you for all that you are doing for us we thank you for what we see in your word that we are the church because of you because you've enabled us father because you've given us the Holy Spirit. Father, because you've given us specific gifting and we pray, Lord, that you would just be with us, that you'd encourage us, that, Father, we would work together seamlessly as the body does in order to bring glory to you, that you, Lord, are the head of the church, that, Father, that you would strengthen us, that you would guide us, that you would lead us, Father, that you would bless us and encourage us. Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing for us. And we thank you, Lord, even at this time, as difficult as it is, that the church is growing, that lives are realising and being saved because of what Jesus has done for us. Father, bless us, we pray. Be with us, we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.